Thunderbolt Strength. Welcome to the Thunderbolt Strength Podcast. This is Bryant Hankins, and I have my co-host, Molly. Hello. Kevin. Hello. Today we have Andrew Hiller, co-owner of CrossFit Alpha Dog and three-time... Three-time? Three-time. Three-time regional athlete. We'll be talking about what it takes to get to regionals and to run a successful gym at the same time. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Hi, Bryant. Good to have you. So I thought it would be fun to start with sort of how you got into CrossFit, you know, what's your kind of personal history with CrossFit and... What got you into it? Cool. I got into CrossFit. I was a six-year wrestler, seven-year, six-and-a-half-year wrestler. Did it through high school and started there, and then I went to college. And throughout college, we had this thing called preseason. And throughout the preseason, we didn't wrestle very much, but we did a lot of stuff where he wouldn't really call it CrossFit, but it was exactly CrossFit. We started off with Murph, and he'd go, we're doing this. It's called Murph, and if you be, at any point anybody Googled it, you'd be able to figure out, oh, we're doing CrossFit. But up until that point, you wouldn't have any idea what you were doing. You're just like, oh, we're going to go do some pull-ups, and we're going to do them with whatever you got to do to get your chin over the bar because it's CrossFit standard pull-ups, and do push-ups, go run a mile, and all that kind of stuff. And we'd do go do five rounds of five front squats and ten burpees and that kind of stuff. We had no idea. And then we'd wrestle the entire season. And then in the off season, he'd have us do some strength training, some snatching, some cleaning and that kind of stuff. And it was my junior year, which made me stop wrestling, which is why I was like six and a half or seven. I looked into it a little bit and I go, Hey, look, Rich Froning. Oh wait, he does what I do. And he does what I do around the wrestling season. It's called CrossFit. And then I kind of linked up with one of my advisors in college and she had me do a internship at a place called Midwest Strength Conditioning, which is former a former CrossFit affiliate in Bolingbrook. And from there, it just kind of went off. And it kept on doing CrossFit, figured out what it was, kept going. So how, how long ago was this? Was this like, were you really early into CrossFit? 2013. 2013. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you've been doing it for right. five years or so now? About. Okay. Yeah. And then what led you to want to become a coach? What led me to want to be a coach was, I remember the guy's name is Corey Bullard, and he was the owner of Midwest Strength Conditioning. It was CrossFit Thor he unaffiliated at some point. I wasn't there at that point. But I'd come in, and I'd come in early, and I'd come in early to learn the movements myself. So the internship, the way it worked is he brought four people on. It was myself and then three other, the two guys and a girl. And he said, show up at four. And I'd show up at two, and at two o'clock I'd, look at what he had the workout was and I kind of obsessed upon how to do things so that I didn't look like an idiot teaching other people how to do the <laughs> things and I'd go how do how should I like think about doing this what should I tell this person to do yada 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 and then I'd make sure that when I would do them I didn't I it looked as if I knew what I was doing and he took that kicked the other three people out and gave me every single hour because he saw it room for growth upon the coaching thing and I kind of have always done that so I want to know what I'm doing before I do it and that's kind of what I think coaches should do they should obsess upon themselves and then put it upon other people if that makes sense yeah yeah so it's something innate yes <laughs> yeah I'd say so and when did you take your L1 14 I think okay so yeah he wasn't an affiliate so I didn't need it okay this is I don't know I don't sorry Corey He's not, he's not going to listen to this. <laughs> he's you not, never he, know. I don't, I don't think he owns a gym, but he may. It's in Greensville, South Carolina. Sorry, Corey. 
I don't know, free, whatever. <laughs> Did you have anybody notable on your uh, seminar staff? Spencer Handel. Ooh, that's pretty good. I'm pretty attuned to music, too, so whenever I hear this one song, I don't want to say what it is. It's got some explicit stuff in it, but uh, he. whenever I hear this song, I think of Spencer Handel from him working out on that lunch break. There, Everyone talks about the lunch break work that's yeah, the that's people do. Yeah, that's the best do. part, for sure. Yeah, so he was snatching during it. got pretty heavy. It was pretty cool to watch, and back then I didn't know what the hell I was doing snatching, so it was cool to watch him. I can't tell if he's a really big dude or if he's just always standing next to Austin Maliola. Probably that. His arms look shorter, too. Yeah. <laughs> so he is a big dude. He is big. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Big boy. Oh, 6'1", which is, I mean, I know taller, bigger people, but relative to CrossFit yeah, people. Yeah, that's a bigger CrossFitter. Yeah. Yeah. So 2014. Mm-hmm. So that was right about the time that I started CrossFit. Correct. Yeah. Well, so at that point in time when I was there, mm, I should say I was doing the Midwest thing through 13. Okay. And then 14... I started up in Naperville, which is yeah. where I met you. And that's all of us started at the same place. So you were my first coach, and was he your first coach? Yes. Would you say? So yeah. was your first Andrew, coach? Well, I thought you were there when I came on. He wasn't my very first. He was okay. one of the foundational coaches. Yeah. Got my first muscle up with Andrew. He, he mm-hmm. set me on my CrossFit journey. Cool. And then I remember I brought Molly on. I forced yeah. her on. No, well. Brian forced her to see me, and then yeah. I yes. led her. It was, uh, <laughs> Bryant kept saying, try CrossFit, try CrossFit. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's He's like, not no, no, I, I'm bodybuilding. I yeah. can't do CrossFit. I'm running. I'm, I'm running, I'm bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, what did I tell you? Do you remember? I it's remember. kind of my standard. I go, <laughs> yeah, I stopped running, but I get better at running, and I never run. Yeah. It's this yeah, cool thing. That. Yeah. that happened to me. Yeah. I started doing CrossFit. It took like literally 10 minutes off my 5K, and then we weren't running. And you never run. No. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. anything is easier than what you do, and running yeah. is relatively easy. You oh, gotta have a slow five k. All I gotta do is run. <laughs> take ten minutes <laughs> off. You gotta start pretty K. slow, yeah. Yeah. So you're four four years into your L one. So you gotta either renew or go L two. L two. Yeah. L two. Mm-hmm. Next year. Um. Yeah. I I gotta say it's October of nineteen. I have to do it. If that makes oh, okay. sense. Yeah, I think so. Maybe it's October of this year. But I do have to. I do have to get it up pretty soon. Yeah. That'd be cool. I know Mike just got his up. He he went and retook the level one. Really? Yeah. He, he he was complaining about it the other day. Oh, I got to go sit here this weekend. I can't work out. Oh, I got to. If you have to do one or the other, why would you Why would you not just do L2? I'm not sure. I, I didn't really talk to him about it, but and it kind of came up on a whim. He goes, yep, this is what I'm doing this weekend, retaking the L1. Maybe it could have been there wasn't one available. They could have been filling oh, up. Okay. But I know it was a last-minute thing because he hadn't talked to me about it, so maybe it was just kind of, I have to do it now. Could have been, thing. yeah, fit it into a certain time yeah. slot. You yeah. think his uh, past accomplishments came up at the l1 i think people recognize him uh he gets recognized pretty much everywhere we went out to eat what was it friday night we went to some seafood place and the server the younger girl are you from that tv show and he goes yeah and then ever the table kind of does this thing where they go no he's a lookalike yada yada and then some guy goes no he's actually a male model now he just looks like <laughs> a guy and he actually is he's <laughs> doing something today i think male modeling i don't know if we'll get into that yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey how good is, for him how is it co-owning a gym in the shadow of someone that was on the bachelorette i wouldn't say it's the shadow because <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point people walk in and i'd say in the con- community i'm about as recognizable oh, that's as he true. is yeah but way back when there were people who were popping in oh while he was on they'd pop yeah. in and go oh is this mike's gym and oh, that's great like yeah, this is his gym, but it's yeah. more or less when we're in public. Yeah, in Miami, 
well, we went to Miami probably in 15 to go to some seminar. And I remember yeah. walking through the airport was horrible. But yeah. hey, you're Mike. Oh my God, well, take my iPad. That's great. Take does my iPad it? and take a picture. Does he love her? Or is he, he sick of it? Does he get on? <sighs> he loves it. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's, you can't tell. He's like, oh, hi. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Plays it cool. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I was thinking about going on The Bachelor to promote Molly's gym, but I just was too busy. You so got to have her. Like, I had to, yeah. <laughs> Is it cool? Can I do that? <laughs> uh, so I wanted to know what it was like when you took the jump from being a coach to owning a gym. Was it scary? You were ready to do it? What was it like? I've had this thing my whole life where I kind of look for the next 5 to 10 to 20 years and doing what... I would like to be doing I didn't think it was possible kind of working behind somebody and I also have a thing a way I like things being done so if I look in the future and I say do I want to be making 15 to 20 dollars an hour the rest of my life possibly taking on every single hour while trying to train the way I like to train it wasn't feasible and then I also really disagree strongly with certain things sure. the, the, the way people run gyms and whatnot and take those two things and kind of one foot in front of the other. I met Mike. Mike kind of showed me an opportunity to become co-owner of Alpha Dog and work my way to where I am now. And I took every little step to where I'm at now with that, I guess would be the best way to say it. So you were ready. When the opportunity came up, you were ready for the next thing. Yeah. It wasn't scary. It was just, oh, this is, it would be dumb not to do it at this point. Yeah. Kind of thing. So how do you balance being the owner of a gym a coach and being a regional athlete i have a lot of help yeah <laughs> uh, i got a repertoire of friends coaches uh chiropractic students <laughs> that oh, yeah? if they had three hats they'd be friends coaches chiropractic students in that order uh they kind of fill in hours and they're very good coaches to the point where they help myself not go insane needing to coach a bunch of hours not needing to be the one who takes upon every athlete at the gym if you will yeah and then mike helps and then it's 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 okay it's 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 always a little bit stressful sometimes Mm -hmm. trying to find time for just about everything as i'm sure it is for everybody doing whatever they want and my life theme is there's always something worse there's always worse things that's one and and upon what i'm doing now it's a very it's a good worst thing if yeah. you will you're at least you're doing what you like you want to be doing and, yeah. you know you had some choice and in I, I don't know if you guys knew this but i sold cars oh what? i didn't know that I, I i worked at a mazda dealership i didn't know also that. while i was in college kind of upon when i was at crosshead naperville and midwest strength conditioning it was my third job but it was kind of a full-time thing it was yeah. also like an internship and i'd say it was the crossroads upon going this way or going that way yeah and that's the worst thing <laughs> There's always worse things, and it's yes. like, oh, I could be selling cars. And <laughs> it's good. It's, it's good to have that bad freaking, job to compare so it to. Like yeah. I had the, uh, in in high school, I cleaned the meat department at a at a Shop and Save, and it was like literally, you know, there's blood and guts all over, and you got the power sprayer. And the other thing I learned about that job is you can get used to anything. The first week, I was like, oh, this is gross and disgusting. It smells. By like the second or third week, it was just like, yeah. Whatever, this is normal. It's like being a garbage man but or something. But it, yeah, it is. But it's like you need that bad job to appreciate the good jobs. Yeah. Always worse things. Yeah. Always so. could be worse. So in terms of balance and everything, give us an idea of like a day in the life for you. So, you know, you wake up, what time, what, what's your day look, an average day look like? On a Monday, I wake up at five. I, I try to, the, before I try to be at the gym, I try to be up an hour early. And I like to be not one of those people who roll in groggy and whatnot. So 
if I have to be there at eight, I wake up at seven. If I have to be there at seven, I wake up at six, so on and so forth, whatever day that is. And I usually am coaching. Oh, at this time of the year, I'm coaching. The first hour, I walk into the gym. On other days throughout the year, I'll be working out kind of in the morning. So if it was six months ago, I'd wake up, I'd work out. And that's because in the morning, there's less people around kind of, Andrew, 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 mm -hmm. what do you, you... There's this thing where I, we were doing shirts. Andrew, I've got my $25 for a t-shirt. And I've got yeah. a freaking 300 pound bar over my head. <laughs> and they're like trying to give it to me. Like, oh, not right now. <laughs> so at that rate, I would try to work out in the mornings. But an hour before, I'd wake up, pre-workout, weight gainer. In that order. I'd Speaking of pre-workout, just to stop you for a second, do you still take nine scoops? I, I keep myself under three a day. Oh, thank God. Okay. Under three a day. I was worried about your heart. Yeah, I think everybody is at this point. <laughs> also, also speaking of pre-workout, um, did you see the latest round of people getting busted? I saw that. And some of it was, it looked like a regular pre-workout, and I know you can get it at GNC. Which one was that? Do you know? I can't remember the name of it. The compound was, uh, I'll have to look it up. But, I mean, do you go over your supplements pretty well? Because, I mean, the list of PEDs, what they consider a PED, there's a lot of stuff on there. I'd that... say it's pretty similar to the NCAA, right? Yeah. yeah. But a lot of stuff on there, you'd be like, oh, really? Like, you know, like I think like your bronchades and stuff like that, that, have yeah. the, that stuff's banned. And I want to say I read that on one of them. I could be wrong. Yeah. It looked like uh, something chest opener decongestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really know. It was like an anti-asthmatic, some sort of yeah. thing like that. But, it, I mean, it looked like you could walk into GNC and just get it right off the shelf. There's some questionable stuff at GNC, I think, sometimes. There is. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then they'll get rid of it in a year or two. Yeah. Here, here, try this questionable thing. It'll yeah. be great. So, yeah, some of those. I mean, do you talk to your team about that? Like, hey, if one of you guys gets pinched for not reading a label closely enough, it's going to affect me. Like, do you make sure? It's one of those things with the team where we all know each other pretty well yeah and we know what's going on and we know what we're doing and it wouldn't be as if so i don't know what brian's been doing for the past couple of years but i'm i mean for all i know he's doing steroids <laughs> but the, for seth he's my teammate i know i see him every day i know what he's doing and i'd be able to tell if something was up and i'd ask him go hey do i need to worry about this if we make the crossfit games are you gonna and it's like not even a thought in my head kind of thing because I know what he does. I know how he acts. I know if he got super out of control, something or another was off the charts to be reason to ask. But everything he does is pretty linear. There's a, there's a reason for stuff that's happening. And same thing goes for the girls. I know they've been doing. I've known one of them I've known for four years. And I, I, I know what they're up to. They, yeah. And they wouldn't put me into a position where it'd be. Well, I was more asking because one of them – it seemed like this girl legitimately, like I could see how she could not know because it just looks like a regular off the shelf pre-workout. Yeah. Do you worry about that at all? Like, oh, there might be a banned substance or they might've changed the formula of C4 or something. And now yeah. it's got, you know, do you worry well, about that? That's why you just take the, the muscle farm that says, there's no way there's a banned substance in here. Is it really? They market it like <laughs> the, that? I think so. I think on the front of muscle farm, it goes something certified, no way, pop, blah, whatever. That's hilarious. If I'm not mistaken, though, That's a I think... a selling point, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a selling point. <laughs> You're safe with this one. Well, I mean, if they're safe, people are comfortable with safe, right? Yeah. yeah. They'll yeah, buy that's safe. True. Yeah. So back in your day, you're weird, like 7 a.m., you're, you're doing your 300-pound lift and... Oh, that was in the, the evening. Oh, so that's that, the evening. Okay. So 4.35, 36.30, the gym's pretty packed. Okay. And I feel like everyone wants a piece at some point. They're like, hey. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's what I like. That's what I do. It's why I do it. And I like to converse with people, talk with people. Yeah. But not at that time. 
So yeah, it's, so it's, you have to kind of partition different times of the day. Correct. Yeah. yeah, it's almost as if I should try to work out at two in the morning when no one's there. Yeah. Well, back in the day, so 2014, when CrossFit Alpha Dog wasn't as big as it was, it yeah. was I could work out whenever I wanted. The gym was relatively empty, and it was pretty easy. It's not the case anymore because there's usually someone in there at any point in time, but there are less intense hours. Yeah. And I do like the people talking to me, so if they're listening, don't get me wrong. I love it. It's just certain points in time where you should We got to balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ten if, minutes into an assault bike ride for max effort, and it's like, don't ask me what you should be doing on your back squats today, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know when I could probably tell you, but. <laughs> yeah, if you were in a Globo gym, right, you'd have your, your earbuds yeah. in. Correct, and, yeah. 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 But, but I think there is something to that. Like the, the more serious athletes are good about carving out that time and then coming in and doing it by themselves. And just it's a terrible workout, but they can bang it out by themselves. So like I, I had done a, a workout with Molly and it's like, OK, I'm doing great. Like it was a really good workout. And then I came into the same one by myself and I was like, ah, I just you did not feeling like it's harder for me without other people. Yeah. And I think that's part of a skill. It's like you just go in and can bang it out by yourself and still get a good workout. And I noticed like when I was wrapping up my workout with the group, then like Michelle was coming in when everyone was done to come do her stuff all by, by herself. Yeah. And I think that is like a next level kind of skill, like being well, able to just come in and knock it out without having to need a group to help you. That's it. And I think Bergeron just bought a podcast on it. And I didn't even feel like I needed to listen to it because it was the sport versus the fitness regimen of CrossFit. Yeah. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It goes, why are you doing it? And for a lot of people, they do it because it's fun. They do it because it's the best workout they can do, and they do it because they do it with other people. And I do it because I do it to compete. And they always say people like Michael Jordan would go shoot free throws on yeah. his own, and he wouldn't do it with other people, and he'd do things on his own. And people, it's just a different thing that you're kind of doing. Talking yeah. about how Michelle comes in by herself. and Yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. How's it with a team of four versus a team of six? Way better. Really? Yeah. After 2017, anybody who had had any sort of a conversation with me after 17, I was pretty hell-bent on going individual. And then it was up until I remember I was sitting in a restaurant, and they had the invitational overseas. So they had the talk after a show at a weird time. So I had gotten that, I don't know, 11 o'clock. Teams of four. And I go, in done. Doing teams of four, that'll be good. So how does that change the dynamic? Like, why is that so much better in your mind? So another thing I should say is I did Wadapalooza the year before I got the year I got mono. So I was in the best shape I'd ever been in, probably 17. And I did it with Street Horner, who's a games athlete now, and Dylan Martin, who I think should be a games athlete. I don't know. But uh, working out with them on the floor, go do this. Okay, go do this. Okay, I'll do this. And I'll, I'll make sure I die to do this. Or it'd be, hey, go do, if there was a workout, I remember it was at 225, you had to do double grace. So 60 clean jerks at 225. Jeez. And it was, you do 10. So if it was Bryant, Molly, and I, you go Bryant 10, Molly 10, me 8, Bryant 8. Eight six 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 uh, six six four four two two and it ends up being sixty. But you had to finish up your ten before you moved on. Oof. And street goes, I've never done more than like two in a row. And then he goes and does seven. And then so Dylan goes, well, he did seven, so I got to try to do seven. Yeah. And then I go, well, I've only got to do eight, so I got to do at least four and four. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just kind of that's how it worked. And in six or seventeen the regionals with the team, it'd be like. We're doing warm thrusters. 
we had, we're gonna do all 30 in a row we're gonna do them like this and when you drop the worm when one person gives up on the worm everyone just gets whipped around by it yeah so we'd get through 10 of them and someone would drop it and it was very frustrating sure <laughs> So just more chaotic with more yeah. people? I wouldn't say it's more chaotic, but it's the pers- the people you're doing it with. Okay. Yeah. Which is why I'd say Mayhem works so well. They'd all kind of die to do whatever freaking Rich Froney tells them to do. <laughs> and th- th- we, can't, we can't disappoint. It's like, Dad, Dad, I swear to God, I'll do it. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, you don't want to disappoint Dad. Yeah. Are yeah. you uh, a little salty that they sent two teams being uh, the no. sixth place team? No, I'm not. I, I would have liked to have beaten Independence because yeah. there's an athlete from the area who went on to Independence. From here? Uh, the area. The, okay. Uh, from the, this area, the, yeah. Yeah, the uh, zip code-ish area kind of thing. All right. And I would have liked to have beaten them. Yeah, say their name and then I'll bleep it out. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. Kristen Miller. <laughs> okay. <Do laughs> it's all right. She can. She knows who she is. Okay. She's listening. But, uh, <laughs> Kristen, I would have liked to have beaten you because you know, we were right there. You know? right. She's short like I am, right? She's short like yeah. you are. And she's awesome. She's super yeah. nice. Yeah. Super fit. Yeah. So. I mean, you have I mean, to but it doesn't mean I don't want to beat you. <laughs> be, I mean, you're going to beat people. It's, That's the whole point, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what the, what's the experience like going to regionals as an individual versus as a team? Is it like just a different mentality when you're going in? Um, I mean, I know there's obviously the team dynamic, but how does that change things? Like what you're thinking about going in and all that? When I went individual, it wasn't going to win. It was going to experience it. So in 16, when I did it, I finished 31st out of 40. Which was I, I think I qualified, which w- w- would have been thirty seventh out of forty, so I did better, which is okay. Yeah, and I and, uh, I've never wanted to be the person on the bottom. There's always people on the bottom, and it goes, "Oh, why'd you even go?" And it's like, "Well, it was fun, kind of thing." Yeah, and going with our team this year, we had every intent of going to the games, which was fun. It was at no point did I feel super stressed out, minus that deadlift workout that was going to be the worst thing out of the assault by deadlift and you're kind of just not excited to go do that so i didn't get to see you guys do that were you part of the pair that divided it up or were you part of the pair that did all the cows and the all straight the... through one. Oh, yeah and i'm still mad about the way the salt bike is kind of set up on that one the guys had to do 90 and the girls had to do 60 calories on the bike and for every other competition for every other thing ever it was kind of the scheme is 10 to 8 so if guys do 10, girls do 8. So I want to say if the guys did 90, the girls should have done 72 yeah. calories. But they did 60. So kind of had to – and the same thing with, like, the other side where the girls were doing – the guys were doing 30 and the girls were doing 20. And people had figured it out to the point where – and even we figured it out on the fly. Our, our duo was Seth and Keiko where the girl kind of moved the bar forward and the guy got back to the bike. So he had a little bit more time to kind of cruise ahead a little bit. Uh, but So the girls were finishing before the guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I think everyone's kind of accustomed to the other. It, it would have been 30, 24, but that four calories could take 10 to 15 yeah, seconds, no problem. Yeah, over the course of three rounds, and it kind of compounds, and it's worse and worse. The guys were hurting real bad on that one. Yeah. But I want to say that they had paid for it when they had to go first on the fifth one, which was the rope climb snatch one. The girls had to finish it, and the guys tried to finish it. <laughs> right. So yeah. real quick, for anyone – following along at home you guys finished six this year correct they take five teams so you're one spot out yeah 12 points out 12 points 12 out. 12 points out last year you finished 13th correct so you jumped seven spots mm-hmm. okay you guys you really didn't have any blow up workouts i mean you were pretty much around five to nine through all of them is that yep. right uh the, the one the second one of the running we finished 19th i think or it was between 15th and 19th. I'm not sure which one. 
Should you have done more running? We got the assault runner. Uh, we do run. And it's not kind of back in the day where it's, oh, we don't run. We get better running. We do run quite you do a run. bit. Okay. Yeah. Just I, checking. So it was more or less uh, we had to do 17 clean and jerks on the second round where you were only supposed to do 10. And it was – there's a guy who just came out talking about how the art of competing in CrossFit is almost important as being as fit as you can sure, be in CrossFit. Sure. And there was just some nuances with, with the worm placement where we had to end up doing quite a few more. And it would be – like doing an extra freaking 10 clean and jerks at 155. It's just not comfortable when you don't have to do it and when no one else has to do it. And it's yeah. also frustrating when other people are getting away with things you're not getting away with. And it's just the the, yeah. the, the way regionals yeah. work. They see something or don't see something else kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Depends on who your, your judge, judge is. Your judge is looking yeah. for something that so, no one else is looking for. And yes. It happens. So. Any, uh, anything with those top five teams, any kind of shadiness that – shadiness yeah do you see any any kind of gamesmanship that might have gone a little too far you mean as far as the judges giving them things or yeah are you are you uh upset about any of the teams that made it in that you didn't or do you feel like well all right so my buddy streets out of kilo Mm -hmm. and they were five right they were five yeah and they're awesome they're super fit so they they deserve to go uh well no 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 buts they they definitely deserved it and it would have been cool to have beaten them, but we would have deserved it at that point kind of thing. Yeah. And then everyone else, they've been there, done that. And it's like little LeBron James charges over somebody, and the guy that falls on the floor gets a foul. So that's how it works with the rep scheme and whatnot. Oh, your foot's on the line, but so is his, but he gets a no rep, not you. Yeah. I imagine people don't want to no rep. Uh, I'm and, sure it's easier. And also, no when rep. you're out there doing that, they're not doing it on purpose. They're just doing whatever. And if you get away with it, you get away with it. For sure. It's yeah. not as if they go, I'm going to do this because I know I can get away with it. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. You're just trying to move. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, speaking of the teams and CrossFit regionals this year, were you disappointed that you didn't get to bench? Yes. I saw the bench and I was like, <laughs> so oh, disappointed. Man. I love benching. Finally, bench, but you didn't get to do it. And I, I actually had everyone benching for a while. So every, everyone in the gym, everyone on the team had been benching for a while. A girl on the team has a bum shoulder, but I was making her bench. <laughs> <laughs> you must bench. I, well, and this is before it came up. And then yeah. the in- individuals got bench announced. And I go, see, I told you. Yeah, right. And then we didn't get it. I'm going to guess your bench max right now. Okay. 375. Close. 10 pounds too high too high wow yeah. that was uh, good 365 365 yeah you told nice. me that a couple of years ago i thought it was Did 275 I? That, oh, <laughs> i've been i've been walking around thinking you, could, you could do that but god i should have said i could 365 yeah. you're weak <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn i wish i got a little stronger i am gaining as much weight as i can right now so maybe it'll get back up there Are you? do you remember oh, yeah. when you and i worked out together i don't know why you would i don't it was me you spencer and andrea okay way back at old thunderbolt okay and uh I remember, okay, I, I remember the day. Yeah, I was still pretty what new. What were we doing? Were, you benched. Were we benching? Yeah, we benched. benched. It was like bench kettlebells and I think pull-ups or something like that. Okay, didn't we row too? We did everything. That was the we first day. We did everything. That rowing. was the first day that I worked out with someone who is a competitor. So we did a wad, and I was like, all right, I want to. We wanna, snatched too. I want to try to hang. Yeah, yes. you guys yep. snatched. I just, I was still warming up. But uh, yeah, so we did, we did a Metcon, mm-hmm. and I was on the ground, and you're like, all right, cool. 
what are we doing now? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? What are we doing now? We just did it. And then I think we did like three more and I just went home and died. But that was kind <laughs> of a, ate a lot. Yeah, that was that was a lot of volume. I was surprised. It's always pretty fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Work your way into that kind of stuff. But it's always fun just to do it and see what it's like. And then you go, I'm going to do that soon. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, so you did a strict muscle up and I was like, oh, that's a thing. And then you put a vest on and you did a strict muscle up. And I was just... I want to say it's because Spencer was there, and he was he, he likes that kind of stuff. So we were probably bopping back and forth, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the year with uh, Strict Nate. Oh. Or not Strict Nate. Um, that does make a lot of sense. Regional Nate with the Strict Muscle Up, right? That was right before regionals. Yeah, yeah right. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you were about to go. Yeah. Now, that year, that was the year you went as an individual? Yeah. Right. What was your best workout? Was it the rope climb? The rope climb one was. It was Nate, right? That was your best one. That should have been my best one. But my this is, again, the... the doing regionals versus doing anything else so i what i was and i believe that i am the best strict muscle upper legless rope climber in crossfit i have to say <laughs> i i have i mean i don't know about your strict muscle ups because i haven't seen them as much i believe it but i have seen your legless rope climbs and they're insane thank you absolutely <laughs> insane i do not think anybody can do more or do any amount faster than i can do them what's your teammate's name Seth. Seth. So mm-hmm. I was watching you guys on the on the rope climb yeah. this year, and he was doing two conventional rope climbs, mm-hmm. and then you went and you were doing three legless rope climbs. I mean, no offense to Seth, but I think your three legless were faster than his two. We were, we made up some time there for sure. Over and over and over again, you repeated yeah. that. Yeah, pretty <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, You're the best at <laughs> legless rope oh, climbs. Oh, so yeah. back to the strict Nate workout, I, but. When I had done it in practice, I'd done it in practice twice, and I had finished it twice, and there was a 20-minute time cap on it, 10 rounds, like two minutes a round. Kind of. So my muscle-up station was probably 15 feet away from my handstand push-up station, like just kind of how the gym works. So I'd walk over there and do my handstand push-ups. But at regionals, the muscle-up station was directly next to the handstand push-up station, mm-hmm. so you came down, kick up right away. And if you know better, which I didn't at the time, you kind of wait a little bit and you go, oh, in practice, I waited this much time before I did my handstand push-ups. But at regionals, you don't think about that. And he goes, oh, it's right here. I'm going to do handstand push-ups. Why would I waste time? Probably full of adrenaline, too. That, it's, too. Yeah. yeah. So the first yeah. four or five rounds are stupid easy. And he goes, oh, my God. But then round six hits and I could not do a strict handstand push-up. Ah. And I go, I'm not that great at them anyway. But, you know, having a little transition time and the rest made a big difference. Yeah. So that one should have been my best. But the rope climb one was my best. What did you finish on that one? Because I thought you were pretty high. Nate? Yeah. 15th or 16th? Okay. But it should have been top five. Yeah. yeah. Right? That should have been the one. And then your <laughs> rope climb was? Eighth or ninth? Yeah. 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 I won the heat, but it was the first heat at right. that point. Right. Yeah. So Man, that's got to be cool to win a heat. It was cool. Very cool. Top CrossFit moment? No. Top CrossFit moment would have been anything involving this year's regional. Yeah. 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 I... Uh, sh- exiting day two with a chance to go was cool i think we were in we were tied for sixth at that point and then we knew and then doing that lunge workout you didn't really we didn't really know where we were at but we felt we had a chance even if it were for a fraction of a second that was probably the coolest feeling because i'm I'm pretty analytical and i know i love stats i yeah blew that away in college and whatnot so i sat there for two seconds and after two seconds of thinking we could go i pretty much knew we were not (laughs) After the last workout? Correct. So okay. everyone sits there and they're waiting to So you knew right where you, you kind of knew. You guys yeah. needed to be fourth. We needed on the last workout. Where we would have finished, but we would have needed to have been third with where they finished. 
if we would have won and they t- had taken ninth, we would have also gone. But I knew that we were from we were anywhere from fourth to seventh with where we finished, and I knew that they would have had to have taken bottom twenty five, like twenty five or worse. Oh, at that okay. rate. So, so there's no surprises for you. Yeah. Did you tell your team like, hey guys, I did not. I'm Rain Man. I, I'm, I'm not pr- I'm not really out. good at breaking bad news <laughs> okay. you know, like oh, that. I remember that about you. You didn't want to tell me when you were leaving. Yeah, I'm not good at that. To, it's not, it's not my dog. thing. I feel I bad. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> well back then there was a bunch of people who were always, You're gonna leave us at some point. I go, I would never Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm dedicated to you. Well yeah. and having been through that myself. I can understand. You yeah. don't want to leave people. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. But you have to go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever's in yeah. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Everything works out for a yeah. reason. So regionals next year? We'll see. Okay. Uh, our Keiko, she moved to Arizona. Oh. She had a job opportunity out there. Okay. And she didn't like her job. So it's like, yeah, go. You, you got to go. And she had this. She was going to quit CrossFit until she came to Alpha Dog. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember I had like my pitch that I give to people and I go, you know, I'll let you kind of do what you want. I'll help you. You'll work out with me. When So I remember I've had it with a couple other people as yeah. well. One of them would be Nicole Ellis. She's with us as well. And I remember I gave it to Katie when she came on. I gave yeah. it to Seth when he came on. Were you ever at a point where you were like totally burnt out or felt like quitting or you know just had a, no. something go terrible? No, I'm, I am taking a little bit of easy time right yeah. now. And, I mean, I was talking to Dylan Martin, who I'd already talked about. He's my Wadapalooza buddy. And Blair, who's a great CrossFit athlete as well. And they're doing Granite Games right now. And I'm doing it too. And they go, why didn't you do this workout yet? And I go, well, I had three or four shots last night. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to do this workout the day after drinking. And I'm all, but it's like, I was out. And then I was telling people as well, there's this, when I'm out with a bunch of gym people, if I don't drink, they tend not to as well. <laughs> they follow the leader. <laughs> but if I do, it seems as if everyone has a much better time and they just live loose. Yeah. So I'm willing to do that for people more so now. That's if nice like, of you. If yeah. at all, not to ruin a scenario situation. Yeah. Have you, have you guys thought about? So two teams, post regionals have been disqualified. <laughs> have they? Yeah, and one for like an administrative thing. Uh, what CrossFit do you mean? Riviera. I didn't hear about this. So is there some rule where, what two team members can't be on the actual, like paperwork for the affiliate as the owner or something like that? There can't be two owners on the. Something Roster? like that. I'll look it up. I'm but it's, sure. it's a purely administrative thing. Okay. No, nothing performance-based, no PEDs or anything like that. But they they were, they did qualify, and now they're out, CrossFit Riviera. Have you guys considered the fact that, I mean, there is an outside chance that one of these top five teams ends up not going, and you guys could possibly? Huh. I so you haven't been I'm still training. Right? I've, I've, oh, I'm, no. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> okay. here's the thing. I'm doing the Granite Game stuff, and so far, so good. So I think I'm still in shape. Okay, However, yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to have known for a period of time. I haven't heard of this, but in the past, there have been people pop for drugs. Yeah, I, I remember Jeff Petzer, I think his name is. I don't want to mess up, but it was out of a region. He took fifth, and I think it was him or a different Jeff. And behind him was Nathan Bramblett, who I know pretty. I don't know him pretty well, but I know I think his following and whatnot. And I remember looking at all this stuff, and he didn't get an invite, but he had finished sixth behind the guy who got popped. So, so the person, the the sixth place person, doesn't necessarily get invited. Correct. That's in, what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, oh, so East Woodbridge, they're a team that was going to the games, uh, failed drug test for hygienamine, which is <laughs> apparently that that, is. that anti-asthmatic thing. But that's what it looks like. Huh. And that's at GNC. That looks like a very straightforward pre-workout. It does. Yeah. So, 
Clearly it works. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get some that's of that. That's good. Uh, yeah, get some. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but then that, that CrossFit Riviera, um, I'll find it. But yeah, it was purely an administrative thing. Someone's name what was. was. Kind of, yeah. So is, is, would it would be the same as if Mike and I were on the team. You can't do that. You cannot do that. That's is interesting. That right? I, didn't I, I, I have no didn't idea. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking. I'm not I sure. Know that. I don't know. Okay. I'll find that, out. That'd be interesting. i find out. I wish this was uh, if this was like the Joe Rogan podcast, you'd be like, Jamie, look yeah, that go. up. We need we need like a an internet researcher. Yeah, Hang on, let me get your daughter in here. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Mom, yeah what's CrossFit? So <laughs> Jenna, look that up. She's been lifting. Has she? Yeah, no, good. Yeah, she she plays rugby, so she has to do That'll strength help. and conditioning. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what is your uh, speaking of family stuff? What does your family think of you doing CrossFit? And my dad know? does it now. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought I heard that. Uh, yeah, he, and this is how I take it with everybody is I try to steer clear of talking about it if they don't do it and i won't push anybody to do it if they don't want to and i won't talk about it basically unless it's brought up with me right so it doesn't turn into that crossfit meme where you're exactly. like always talking about yeah, it I've, I've always seen that i've never wanted to do that my entire yeah. circle of friends i almost feel their eyes roll when it comes up so uh, we'll be out at a bar or something or yes. anywhere in public and someone will go hey you're doing crossfit and there will be four or five of them who i hang out with yeah. religiously and i can feel their eyes roll <laughs> and, I, and I'll try to like steer the conversation away because I do do it a lot and uh, understand that kind of know quite a bit about it as is. Sure. And it's okay. But my dad just, yeah, I want to do it now about five and six years into me doing it now. I'm like, all right, cool. I've been waiting. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then he's loving, he's been doing it for, so it's, he came in, he's, I'm going to start, it's a Sunday. I'm going to start doing CrossFit tomorrow. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Well, to do it, and I brought him through an elements type thing, like, yeah. I, like I did with anybody. And he goes on that Sunday, I bet I can bench 200 pounds. And I go, I see a lot of people bench, and I've I know what you've been doing, and I don't think so. I bet you do 165 <laughs> for one. And he goes, No way, I can totally do 200. And I'm like, all right, we'll do it tomorrow when we're done doing our elements. Right. He works up to 165 <laughs> and, he, uh, and i go yeah i do this with everybody i kind of guess and you land on it or I'll, and he goes how do you do that and i go well i've been doing this and yeah it's one of those you've seen so many people bench, where he yeah. doesn't really know what i'm doing yeah and now he's seeing what i'm doing he likes he's like whoa you know what you, that's you, awesome. you got and, I, and then friday we were benching because we bench a lot at alpha dog and he did five sets of five at 155 and he's only been doing it for about a month and a half so he's that's getting, awesome that is it, awesome and then everyone else i'm saying well Maybe I'm not working as hard as I think, but I, my dad's in real good shape, and I've got great genetics. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it's maybe, it just, maybe it just helps, yeah. 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 That's cool that he started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he's that alpha dog, I'm assuming. He is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit, like each, I feel like each CrossFit gym kind of has their flair. Like, what are they known for? What are they, you know, what's their spiel? Yeah. So tell us, like, what's alpha dog's thing? We are known to be competitive. Uh, scary. <laughs> It's, uh, so I, I hope it's not scary. Alpha? Alpha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people walk in and they go, you know, I don't want to. And, and CrossFit's got that stigma anyway. Where, oh, it's intense. It's crazy. Right. I'd say with our name and if, even without our name. So I'd say no one knows what CrossFit is. They walk in Alpha Dog. Say, oh, my God. <laughs> you turn anyone away? For being Do I soft? turn people yeah. away? I don't. No. There are people who I steer out if you will. Yeah. And I, and I don't like saying it and it's not the, but it's, th- this isn't really the thing for you kind of thing. Like it's just not a good thing. Oh, yeah. I've, I've even like recommended other places because it, there's a certain, we have a pretty, and I learned this at 
Corey Bullard's gym. Yeah. And he would fire people. He would fire members. Yeah. yeah. He he had he didn't have many. We have double what he had or triple what he had, and he was comfortable with what the number of people he had. But he would fire people. He goes, "Nope, you're out. You don't." And he was in the military, so yeah. he was. I don't, I think it was Navy, but he had a my way of the highway thing. And I remember his big thing was he was into Olympic weightlifting, and he wouldn't let you make bar contact as you snatched. <laughs> And it was a sub, like a prior to the 60s way of looking at it. They, I don't think they let you. It's like a really old school. Correct. But he had taken it and he wouldn't let you do it. So, for example, if you made bar contact and you wouldn't listen to him, you're out. Wow. This is like the no soup for you. It's like, boom, you're Correct, gone. Yeah. So back so, to Alcohol. So I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to build a certain culture that works for you. Correct. So when you've steered people another way. Maybe there's another culture that's a better fit for them. Exactly. So what is the what would you say the culture is at Alpha Dog? What are you trying to cultivate? I say I want people, and I've heard this, I think Pat Sure would, come in and have the best hour of your day. And if there's somebody in my gym who's going to take that from someone else or a group of people, I steer them out. Yeah. And what would that typically be? Is it? Gossip. Yeah. Usually it's gossip. Uh, as a gym owner and kind of the, I call myself the principal of a high school. You know, and it's something that I try to take it as far away from a high school as possible. I don't want that to be how it's run or how it acts, but it always comes back to it. So if I'm the principal, I try to make my school not a school. <laughs> and I want people to come in and I want them to have fun. I want them to look forward to coming in. I want them to look forward to coming back. I don't want them to get hurt. I don't want them to fight. And I just want them to kind of joke around with people, get done what has to be done, kind of like a job. So, I mean, right. you're moving from high school into the real world, but it's like a mesh of good things it's weird because there's like this healthy level of competitive like so you, you know you're all looking where you are on the whiteboard and stuff but like that can go too far too and you correct know, you, you gotta like keep that under control yeah and that's always gonna happen there's always gonna be little things and there's uh, as my general rule of thumb is if you hear one thing you'll you keep it in the back of your head and then you roll with it and if you hear it from a bunch of different people over and over again then you had to do something about it at some point yeah but it's never all that bad <laughs> It's it's interesting because like if I I don't know anything about Alpha Dog I've mm -hmm. only worked out there once with you, but if I was gonna think about um, the main culture thing I'm thinking a lot of like testosterone just with the name yeah but what you're saying is the culture that you're cultivating has nothing to do with that really correct okay uh, I try to take it away from that too there was a point in time and this is all right Mike this is before my time when it was you as the owner and there was another guy as the owner and I believe there were three others but there was a point in time where people would leave because there was a group of people the fit people would have a group they would the gym was smaller there's a stereo and I remember there was a story where someone was coaching and there was an athlete who went to the stereo changed the music because they didn't want to work out to this song and because they were the elite people they could do what they wanted and they would there's a section of the gym which now i'd say is you cannot work out here if there's classes going on you cannot work out there if there are classes going on your spots if you want to do extra stuff are there and there and this is like what i tell people but back in the day they'd work out right in the middle of where the class is going on and it would be all hell breaking loose and people would leave and kind of and at this point those people are either not allowed or they'd be steered away yeah interesting kind of so you've brought some Softness to Alpha Dog? I brought softness yeah, to Alpha like Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We are soft. <laughs> no, you're not soft, I, but you you softened it a little bit. I yeah. wouldn't say I softened it, but I inserted 
I was assertive to the point where you cannot do this. This is not how, if this is a CrossFit gym and this is how, if this is going to be successful, you cannot do this kind of stuff. It's not, I mean, to be a good person, good people don't do this to other people. Yeah. Yeah. You can still be an alpha dog that way. Yeah. I mean, a German Shepherd will, it'll kill somebody, but also snuggle with you. Yeah. That's, 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 one of my good friends is a German Shepherd. Yeah, yeah. and it, it does both of those things. It like take its tail and it'll mess around with it and whatnot, and the dog get all mad, and then it'll cuddle. I have clarification on this rule thing if you're interested. Yeah. So, first of all, I think either of you could answer this. Um, it says in the rule book, only one member of the team can be on official uh, an official licensee of a CrossFit affiliate. Oh, is there only yeah. one? There you is, can only uh, have one. Yeah, okay. So that would mean if there were two official licensees, it would be like I'm the only two CrossFit I'm affiliate like owner both. of Thunderbolt, and I went to yeah. Alpha Dog and tried to be part of your team. Is that, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So it sounds yeah, that like it sounds like another member filed for an affiliate, mm-hmm. and they thought it would take a while, and it didn't. Oh. She became the official licensee. Uh. So then there were two. So they got bumped. Yeah, out that makes that. a lot of sense. Yeah. That, well, sense. that is that is actually so they're dumb. Uh, they won. <laughs> they won the Meridian region. I know, I, the name had sounded familiar. Yeah, that's Mike and I were looking into opening up another one two years ago or so, and I remembered that I would have been the official licensee of it. And then you can compete yeah. together. Anymore? And then that would have been the case. Yeah, it's something that came up about two years ago, maybe two and a half. Okay. So what about that in terms of like looking to grow Alpha Dog? Are you just thinking like more space and bigger, or do you look at like opening another affiliate with like Better. a slightly different spin or better? Um, with what we've got is there, there've been two instances since I've been part of it where there could have been different routes yeah. and the routes were, we looked at open up another space where I would have been the licensee that it would have been in Aurora somewhere and we had space for it yeah. and we had looked at locations. It would have taken my time away from alpha dog, which would have been in my idea, detrimental to what we had going. And since that point, leading up to the next one, we had gotten, we'd gotten more people, we'd gotten a better environment, we'd done better and better. And then at the next instance, somebody had offered their gym. It goes, hey, we see what you're doing there. Take half of mine, do with mine what you've done with yours. And I had said, and he, it was actually myself and Mike. He wanted to give Mike and I a quarter each, so half. Uh, and he says, do with my what you've done with yours. And I go, Mike, what we've done with ours is I am there <laughs> all the time, and I can't do that for another gym as of right now. So it's, it's kind of the same, more or less the same between the two instances, but it's different th- things, if you will. I don't yeah. know. So both times, steered clear, kept on coming back to Alpha Dog and said, make this as good as possible if, with what we've got. Right. And both times it's been the right decision. So what are the type of things that you're growing or... Or your next goals? Yeah. What are you looking for down the horizon? <sighs> right now, the goal was to decompress. So leading into regionals this year, there was a lot going on. So it's just a lot. And it was regionals and there was a, we actually had a huge influx of people right around that time too. Didn't you tell me that it was the best month you ever had at Alpha Dog? Yes. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. we had our most, uh, most revenue month wow. most prosperous Congrats. month if you will thank you and what what led into that i'm not sure uh I, I had put a bunch of time into the gym that month and the month before and i feel like i had never really left uh with training with trying to do what i had to do gym wise and it's not bad it's good it's, yeah. like i said there's things that i would there's nothing i'd rather be doing yeah 
So this month, and and I'm going to kind of reevaluate what I'm doing for the future as soon as I feel I'm done decompressing. I don't want to make decisions while I feel I'm relaxing, if you will. So that was the goal now. Yeah. yeah. You know what's a great way to decompress? Drinking? A beer mile. A beer mile. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. We've been waiting to hear about this beer mile. Yeah, we were talking about it before. <laughs> yeah. July 4th. Yeah. So what's I your think no- it's a Wednesday. What's your normal mile? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's my normal mi- my best n- mile is no 529. That is looking fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and your beer mile? 1234. Okay. 1234. All right. Yeah. So you got a time to How does be- a beer mile go? I've never seen or participated yeah. in There's a, a rule book. You d- type it into Google and I think it's the first thing that pops up, but it's there's an entire list of things you've got to do. And I remember the big thing everyone asks is, can we shotgun it? What do you, how do you, and you know, it's, it's got to be out of a 12 ounce can. You got to open the top and drink it through the top and you can't put holes in it or anything. And you got to drink the beer and then you run 400 and you do that for four rounds. So it's four beers. Four beers. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And if you throw up during it, you got to do another one. So you do an extra round, if you will. Wow. So you got to keep it down. So you can only run so fast. So we had talked before and there's a guy at Alpha Dog who... He's, there's a couple guys <laughs> who are good at drinking, and that goes much farther than it does to be good at running. I feel like we have <laughs> two or three members here that would crush the beer event. mile. Yes, yeah. definitely. I can think of actually three. I can think of three They've been that would crush training. a beer. Yeah? They've been training every Friday <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> every Friday night. Every Friday, th- and then do they run too? Do they run? Are they good at running? They do CrossFit, so they'll do fine. Yeah, yeah they do uh, CrossFit, so yeah. they'll do fine. But it's really the beer, because I mean. I'm a runner, mm-hmm. but I don't drink beer, so I feel You'd that be, I would fail. It would hurt. This, yeah. oh, also, you're pretty small, so where, pretty where's it going to go? They'd yeah. probably PR their mile with beer as opposed to not. It's like jet fuel. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Some Motivation. people are built like that. <laughs> but yeah, so I remember we had done it last year, and the whole time, I f- you could feel it. Every one, it gets more and more full, and you feel it bouncing around, and the foam gets crazy. But there's this one guy who just didn't, he just drink a beer, and then you go run it at normal 400 pace, and they drink a beer. So his mile time is probably seven and a half, seven, seven and a half. And the beer probably took him a minute to drink. So when he finished it in eight and a half, it was like, well, you drank beer for a minute and ran your normal <laughs> pace. It was, yeah, so. And then I remember I did it with Glenn, and Glenn was on our regional team in 2017. He's very fit, but he's similar to me. We don't drink all that much. Yeah. He did for a period of his, t- of his life, but we were. We drink and we go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then we kind of stumble through the 400 because we didn't want to throw up and run another one. Right. And then with the competitiveness between us, the last 400, we were right with each other. We sprinted it and we both threw up when we were done. Oh. <laughs> we like crossed the finish line and I guess that then you can do it, but it was bad. Uh. It sounds terrible. That year, actually, people hung out afterwards. It was, I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday. I'm not sure. But. Somebody brought cupcakes, like 12 of them. Like They're three by four. So they were sitting on a tray, and over the top was this giant layer of frosting. And someone goes, Andrew, if you eat that whole tray of cupcakes, we'll do another beer mile. And I go, nope. And then someone goes, well, I'll give you 20 bucks, and I'll give you 20 bucks, and I'll give you 20 bucks. And I go, all right, 160 bucks. <laughs> I'll do that and, and I get to bucks. watch them do another beer mile, and I go, done. And they go, yeah, but you got to do it under eight minutes. Oh, and I did it. It was awesome. You did it, and I felt like crap for like six hours. I I remember <laughs> there's this little pull-out chair, the ones you kind of bring to football games, and you sit on the yeah. side. And I sat in that forever. I don't think I ever left that chair. 
But <laughs> so that brings up a question that I wanted to ask you about nutrition. Oh boy! Now I remember to branch off of the cupcake the, story. Yeah, good exactly. segue. <laughs> She's been waiting so, for that one. Um, back in the day, back when we were at the same gym together, you were pretty young. I remember there were a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So, how is nutrition for you these days? What have you tried? What's worked? All right. So, what's the secret? Since then, I've probably gone through a, a couple different stages, and my entire crossfit life i guess you could say has been easy for me because in high school i wrestled in college i wrestled and i got very attuned to what's in what how much i can eat what should i be eating kind of thing so uh, i was sponsored by cinderella paleo yep and he would deliver to me a five pound tin of sloppy joe meat and a five pound tin of sweet potatoes like chopped up and he called it sweet potato hash and I don't care to eat the same thing every day. So every day for lunch and dinner, I would mix it together, and that's what I would eat. And on the top, it says what how many carbs, how many grams of carbohydrate, protein, yeah. fat are in there. So I tried to have an idea of what I was eating. So I did that for about a year, maybe a year and a half. Same thing for <laughs> lunch and dinner. Wow. Uh, every day, same I, thing, lunch and dinner. Didn't Just matter easy, to me. Right? Wow. It's very, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you, you know you're getting your Take a scoop of that, you take a yeah. scoop of that, you put it in the microwave, you mix it together, and you put different types of Tabasco sauce on it. I guess that would be the difference. Did you notice any difference in your training? Uh, what I level? did notice is I felt less sore always. So, I guess you could just call that inflammatory. Yeah. 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 Which is good, and it was cool. And then he got bought out or he sold his company yep Mm -hmm. and i don't do that anymore so what i've been doing recently is eating as many carbohydrates as possible interesting (laughs) the anti-paleo carbo loading correct anti-paleo and it's a crossfit podcast but when you say all the carbs like how many grams of carbs a day would you be seven eight hundred wow are you looking for good carbs or gummy bears and not good i don't it's good so it's in the morning i'll take a weight gainer and i've been doing that for about four or five months now um, and leading into regionals, the goal was have as much energy via food to put out as much energy as possible. And then since it's been to gain as much weight as possible, so the volume's down, but the food is maintained up. Mm-hmm. So I should say probably two or three months before regionals, I started the carb thing. And it, I felt great, and I still feel great. Yeah. And it's now I'm gaining some weight because I'm I doing I was going to say, where's yeah. the weight gain at? It's it's happening. Yeah, Good. so. That's hard for you, right? It is hard for me. Yeah, it's not. It's. I mean, it's not hard. It's not easy. I could try harder, but yeah. it's. I try just hard enough, and it happens, and it's yeah, not stressful to me. Does that mean all your lifts are going to be going up? They are. Nice. So, That's awesome. It's. It's. Everything's getting. Everything feels easier. I cleaned for the first time yesterday, in like four months, because like regionals comes up. Yeah. Oh, we don't have to clean. I probably since the open workout, eighteen point two heavy clean. What'd you no, get? Three twenty. Nice. So, and then yesterday, and I mean, that's relatively heavy. I think my best at the time was 335, mm-hmm. like a, a squat clean. And yesterday, hit the easiest, like 325 in 10 minutes ever. So, I kept on trying at 350, and I couldn't do it. But it, it felt really easy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, the carb thing is working for you. It's working. Well, it's all food. I think yeah. half of what we do is food. Yeah. Well, it's like the building blocks of... Yeah. So, the carb thing is, for me... And whenever I tell anybody else, it's like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> that's that's is, not is, what you should do. You should be doing this. Yeah. this yeah. Is this just because this the amount of workouts? That you're, it's kind of like you hear the story of Michael Phelps and he's eating, whatever, 12,000 calories a day. That's it. You're like, okay, well, that's him. 
But so yeah, it's not like you'd recommend an athlete. I have these great results eating 700 carbs a day. Oh, no, of. no. <laughs> so it's just because you're burning through that much. It's Correct. Like fuel for the fire kind of thing. Uh, um, they say you cannot work a bad diet, but I say you can't work through not having a diet. So I eat to perform. There's something called as in the regular yeah. places. You yeah. Eat to perform. Yeah. yeah. But I've always viewed, I'm going to do this because I'm going to do that later. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is this like experimentation. You're saying you're trying a bunch of different stuff and then you kind of start to figure out, given the amount of activity I'm doing, what works for me. And I, it's easy to like hop onto whatever like the fad is. I remember two years ago or a year ago, I was like, oh, I'm going keto. It's like the new oh my thing, God. right? Yeah. And so I, I saw a lot of people doing that. It was all around my birthday and I tried and I had the carbs were low and I was in ketosis. No birthday like, cake. It's all going great. And then I did this like killer birthday workout. And I came home and I just, my remembers this, I just like died on the hammock. Like I had this, I'd never get migraines, but I had this headache that was like, How long like were you doing it for at that point? Huh? How two long weeks. Were you, two, weeks? two weeks. Keto flu. I was like right in that zone of like, you know, the whatever. Isn't that right where your body kind of gets used to it or? I, I don't know. I, I never four weeks hit out the like, made it through to get used to it. Cause after that I was like, all right, Molly, bring me some bread or something. <laughs> bring I, me I, some I, bread. I just realized Eat like. this man some bread. <laughs> I need some level of carbs for <laughs> working out. Cause you can go like too low, you know? Well. So, and I, I think, think it's body type based too. Like I'm already thin anyway, so it's like I don't got a lot of spare. Yeah, what were you, you doing keto? I don't know why. I, you know, I I read I some like bacon. I read some book, and then it's like, oh, okay, let me try this. But you you experiment, and you figure out just like what works for you. Yeah, I think there's a huge genetic component to it because some people feel awesome on high carb, mm-hmm. low yeah. fat. Some people are the opposite. I feel amazing on keto. Yeah, I don't like. So don't, you're on keto. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Not right now. I've done it for long periods before. I did it for like three or four months before. Felt awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great. Like you said, super low inflammatory response. Yeah. You can tell a little bit. Um, there's not quite as much in the tank for cardio. Um, just because you're, you're Would not, that be something longer than 10, 20 minutes? Yeah, just because, I mean, you're, you're glycogen depleted, so like you feel like a little flat. But, uh-huh. I mean, mind-wise, felt great, sleeping great, so... But yeah, I think it's a big genetic component. What was it that they were using keto for initially? They developed it for some disease. Is it di- that was the um, diabetes? Thing? Or seizures. no, it was seizures. seizures. Yeah, yeah. yeah seizures. Uh, yeah, that's the nice it's thing. It's good for your mental clarity. For exactly, because yeah. yeah. your blood sugar is just absolutely flatlined. Yeah. So, so if you're people, someone who needs to like reset insulin sensitivity, it's a really good option. No. But yeah, some people like like Brian's case didn't work. But I, yeah, I figured out like here's the right amount of carbs for me and then i eat the same thing for every meal and was like i always have my oatmeal in the morning around the time i work out and then it's like eggs you know and it's just like yeah. i just know the right amount that works for me to kind of stay at the weight i want to stay at and you know perform well in the workouts but it's an experiment right it's like everything is you got to try it that's, yeah that's definitely the best way yeah it's like should i try this should i try this should i try this yes try them all actually pay attention to how your body feels and how you perform yeah everything's an experiment yeah, yeah. Business too, right? Yeah. Tried a lot of things. <laughs> it is every well the the best thing about my little internships that I did is it was always uh yeah I'm not gonna do that <laughs> right and I guess there are still some things that I'll do I'm like that didn't work but, but you can't be a lot a lot of it was oh he did that that was real bad <laughs> I don't know why he was doing that and it was multiple instances at other places there's probably three or four places that I did that through oh yeah. So yeah why were they doing You're that taking notes. it wasn't one place it was. Couple places. What are some of those things that you see other affiliates doing that you're like, that's on my no list? Probably the worst one is free memberships. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's like there was a place where he called it the bar tent, the bar effect. It's like yeah, have more girls. So a girl will come in and go, I can't really afford it. He goes, well, come on in. We'll have other people come in because of you. He goes, all right, or what? or like there, yeah, 
You know, it's like what? ladies free at a bar on certain nights. Yeah, girls, girls get in free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So mm. I go. I mean, I guess you, I guess you're not wrong, but you can't let them in for free because of it. Because then when people find out, then they're yeah. like, well, why are they free? And well, at, well, the, at the bar, everyone knows why because they're trying to bring them home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, at the gym, like they're not. They're just here to work out, as is everybody. And so that was a bad one. Uh, another one was the guy just wouldn't do anything. So it, it, I remember I'd go. This is a different place now. I remember I'd go in, he'd sit at the desk, and it was a sports performance place for high school athletes. And the kids would come in, they'd have a sheet, they'd take the sheet, and I was the intern at the time, so I'd kind of bring them through things, but the guy would just sit there and he'd be on his phone. Hmm. He went out of business not long after I had left. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. And then the other place was, he was pretty strict, and it was a, a well-run place, but it was my way to the highway to the point of something that kind of broke the Campbell's back, not with the members, not with anything, but with ownership of the place he was leasing from. So there's just, there's just a lot of, those are, those are three things, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little things you pick up. Yeah. Little, and it goes, all right, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And yeah. don't do anything close to that and see if that could possibly happen because of it and just kind of be aware. Yeah. I would say, put yourself in someone else's shoes. How would this person view this? How would this person view this? How would this person view this? And hopefully everything works out at that point while yeah. still having a pretty good set of what you're doing anyway. <laughs> yeah. Do you do all of your programming? I do. Just by yourself or do you have input from others? All me. Yeah. Um, I, I try to get a sense of what's going on in the community. Like, oh, there's a bunch of running. Maybe we run more. <laughs> hmm. So we do run more than typical and dumbbells and bench press and but we've always bench pressed but for the most part i've always kind of had the firm grasp on what's going on i kind of there was a guy who had done it at alpha dog even like while i was owner initially he would do it and he had a child left and he goes yeah i really feel like i should be the one the, the person doing the program should be the one at the gym all the time so here you go I go done. You're never getting it back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I've always I always do what the classes do, and my athletes who are on the CrossFit regional team do what the classes do. We work out with them. They work out with us. I do what everyone does, and if we need more, which we do, doing what we do, then I'll tell them what they should be doing. Some of them know themselves, but yeah. Do you have a, like a programming philosophy, or is it just mainly instinct? <laughs> it's. It derives from something Rich Froning said in 2013, which is, every day lift something heavy, breathe heavy. <laughs> I remember you told me that, that two years ago. Lift heavy, breathe heavy, yep. and it's still the same thing. And it goes, once you hit season, multiply each, or multiply the lifting by two, so you do it twice a day. So lift something heavy twice a day, and then breathe heavy three to four times a day. So it could be in any, and then... You take that, which is duh, and you go, all right, well, let's breathe heavy for 10 minutes. Let's breathe heavy for 20 minutes. Oh, we did a bunch of pulling. Let's do some pushing, squatting, lunging, hinging. Uh, let's do some flexion. Let's do some extension. Let's do some shoulder, vertical, horizontal pressing kind of stuff. And it's plug, repeat, freaking, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> do, you, do you kind of go one week at a time, or do you sort of look at it, okay, I have a goal for this month. You do I'd, it more broad. Uh, over the course of the year, I know what's going on. And then, of course, it's three to six months, I know what I want to be doing for over the course of three to six months. But then every week, I'll write up something new. I've got the year-long template, the six, and then the three, which isn't written out anywhere, but I know what I want people to be doing, what I want to be doing. And then every week is the fun part where it's, all right, 
10 minutes here, eight minutes there, five rounds here, two rounds here, time cap here, let's go two minutes, let's go. And then once you've had the time domains and the rounds and the rev scheme figured out, then you plug in movements that kind of go well with or against each other. And Does anybody complain about your programming? They all say they love it. And, yeah. and everyone who comes from anywhere else says that it's... What about your music? Has anyone complained about your music? You get a lot of complaints about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. So tell oh, us, tell no. us uh, about your music. Can we clip this? Can we clip this and just post it somewhere else? I mean, people might not want to hear, listen to the whole thing to hear this, but people hate. Okay, they cannot stand it. You know what? You can't please everybody. That's what I always say. And I go, I'm just going to play club music or whatever music and it's upbeat and you can and it's like you really can't hate it because you can understand why it works with what we're doing so yeah. you can't be mad at me yeah there's people who hate rock there's people who hate country there's people tell, who hate tell us about the, the movie soundtrack music though sometimes the playlist is up to about 110 right now songs that i've plugged into it and it goes back to brian's days you yeah remember? that was a classic it's all soundtrack music it's uh it's kind of, there's some more in there like now the but there's no there's no words for the most part yeah. Like the it's all like two stuff. steps from hell. You heard that? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yep, that's good. good. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but it's uh, Brian at six a.m. Hey, Brian, guess yeah. what movie this is from? Right, it is and like the movie quiz. Yep, I I'll listen to that stuff when I work out by myself, but I haven't tried it in a class yet. So if you go to if you go to my Spotify, it's just called Epic Movie Crap. It's the, it's the playlist. <laughs> Epic, Epic Movie Crap. Epic crap. Movie Crap. And yeah, there's a, dot, there's a bunch of songs on there. Spotify. Spotify. I don't, I don't know. It's just oh, I mean, it's on Spotify, so you can search it on Spotify. Public. Yeah, it's gonna get a bunch of hits now. Yeah, I mean, it's right. gonna we'll get link the, it. I'll find it. And we'll link it. link it at the bottom. The, awesome. the Thunderbolt yeah. strength bump. The Thunderbolt. Yeah, you're gonna see all kinds of extra subscriptions. Four thousand for yeah, on my Spotify now. And then everybody can. What movie is this from? It's Titanic. <laughs> Everyone can thank Hiller the Thriller for that. Hiller the Thriller. Hiller the That's thriller. About, yeah. I need I need a new Instagram name. I was told. That'll Dude, be it. oh yeah, I, w- I wanted to talk to you about that. I I really like it. Hillerambe. Yeah. I thought it was creative. Yeah. Is it not? I mean, it's it very ca- creative. It came out also, like right in the peak. You also have an interesting Twitter name, I think. Yolo Swaggins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know where that comes from? <laughs> no. Brian knows. Yolo Swaggins. Come on. That's the uh, Lord of the Rings. Right? Yeah, it's Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yolo Baggins. So I got Harambe. It's like our Lord and Savior Harambe. Yep. Yeah. And then we got Yolo Baggins, which is the best movie of all time. Like Makes Lord of the Rings. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. Makes yeah. total sense. Total <laughs> sense. And my, I think it was 91, which is the year I was born. There's perfect so much sense it all comes together yes there you go um yeah so we can wrap it up but one thing i wanted to say is that um you were a really great coach thank you yeah and i think you're the reason i'm in crossfit i think so i think so i think so which is the reason (laughs) i'm here you told me yeah I'm the reason other people. Molly's are the reason I'm in. Yes. I'm, yes, I'm in a gym right now that's here because of you. Yes, right? so because right? of yeah, you. Yeah, which is sort is, of because of gym. you. Yeah, cool. Because yeah. of you, this is all here. This is wild. Little ripples I'm rippling on, out. I'm this talking like, into this microphone right now. <laughs> <What's> the, <laughs> because of that day you walked in the gym, right, I convinced right. you that running could be done better. <laughs> it's like it's like it's a wonderful life. You always imagine what would it have been like without me. This whole building wouldn't have been here. That's wild. I don't, I don't know what the building the building would be here, but what would be in it? Might be a soccer or volleyball camp. Yeah. Yeah soccer everyone knows how i feel about soccer how do you feel about Be- soccer you know i, I gotta watch it you know, I, I i put out these weekly youtube things so oh, I, yeah. I on the whiteboard at alpha dog i go ask anything and i'll answer questions on youtube kind of in podcast format but one of them was something involving i don't even know if it was involving soccer but i said within it that i hate soccer and i don't hate soccer i 
can't understand why people enjoy watching soccer. Yeah. <laughs> like they go back and That's forth boring. for hours and hours yeah. and hours. And then, I, oh, my God, he scored. But it was very lucky that he scored because the goalies are so skilled and – yeah. How do they get it past him? I guess that's yeah. the, the real. I don't know. On it's the like other hockey. hand, I'm not well, into hockey. Watching people work out is dope. So dope. Yeah. Especially when they can't work out. You know, it's like, the, oh, that guy's going real slow. <laughs> why is he? Why is he on that treadmill for three hours? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So okay. All right. So point. Point taken. Very nice. Oh no no. <laughs> well played. I'm with you. Soccer is really boring. And I love watching people work out. So is hockey, though, I think. It, uh, dude, I'm with you. I don't really like it's hockey. It's soccer either. with hitting. But, you know, they spend so much time hitting people, they spend less time scoring. They make, they make the goals bigger. Yeah. They make the sticks bigger, too. They make the people smaller. These are all good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one final serious question, and then I think we need to wrap it up. Okay. Got to at least get it asked. So what's the alpha dog rule or your personal rule of how long into a workout you take your shirt off? Oh, geez. Before, before, you just, <laughs> no matter before what it is, it comes off before. It's come off. You know what? It depends. If I need the shirt for workout purposes, as in uh, it's gonna, I'm gonna sweat a lot, and I know I need the bar to not slide. Yeah. It stays on. So That's okay. very rare, Wipe though. Your face or something. My my, what I tell people is, I'll take it off before because I got to put it back on at some point, and I don't want to go through 12 shirts a day. Interesting. You know, oh, that's actually smart. So yeah. I'm I'm starting to sweat. I have to take my shirt off <laughs> so that I'll dry off, and I'll put it back on, and the shirt's not sweaty. So it's not just to show off your abs. No, well That's they're the gone now. <laughs> they're That's gone the now. Vain reason I've ever heard. All right, yeah. I, I think I came up with it too. It nice. Makes a lot of sense to me. So if you work out three times a day, you need three shirts. If you work out with your shirt on, or you can have one that doesn't smell bad, just not sweaty ever. Smart. It's brilliant. Smart. Clip it. All right. Well, <laughs> Clip well thanks it. for coming on the show. You bet. We're gonna wrap it up. Yeah.